and welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. How do you feel great on vacation? Like, really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Just go with what I'm going to say, all right? I promise it's going to be great. Well, I'm going with it. Right. What are oh I'm scared now. As you should be. <laughs> All right. Welcome everyone. We Hello. at the Big Gay Energy Podcast have a very important announcement to make today. I'm going to share my screen. That's not the announcement, but it uh, is part should, of the announcement. Should I switch uh, layouts or should we to continue with this layout? I don't know. Whatever lets you see my screen. Can you see my screen? Yeah, when I put it in the stream. Then you have to put it in the street. It's probably going to be too small if you do that. Okay. We have a public service announcement today. Brought to you by the what's going on in the world. Are you looking for something to engage with that's on TV, but is friendly to all the people who are trying to strike to get better wages so that we can keep getting quality television and projects like Warrior Nun and all the ones we love? Well, we would like to recommend that you tune in to the gayest thing that's currently on television, which is the FIFA Women's World Cup. I will say that the descriptor Women's World Cup isn't exactly accurate because there's not just women playing in this. So we're just going to refer to this as the World Cup 2023. If you weren't aware, it's happening right now. And uh, if you're not tuning in, we think you should. And we have some reasons why. It's really, really fun, first of all. It's very exciting. Whenever the world gets together to compete or do anything, it's fun. It's like a bonding moment for humanity. The coverage is really amazing because it's just everywhere, which is lovely. And there's iconic commercials that are happening to hype this up. Have you guys seen the Nike, some of the Nike commercials that have come out? I saw you repost one on Twitter, Caitlin, I think. Did I? Somebody did. The, uh, no, the it was one... me. It was me. Was it you? Yeah. <sighs> you should probably I... assume it's the other soccer fan. <laughs> Well, the thing I wasn't. Is, I wasn't sure because the the message was like, "How many takes did this?" And I was like, "That's something Caitlin would ask." Oh, no. No. Oh my yeah. God, Bree, you got both of us. <laughs> Bree sneaking in. All right, explain that commercial, Bree, if you're not aware. Listen, that commercial was. Oh, that was a commercial. It took, yeah, yes. it was a commercial. It took place in a like a convenience type store, and 
I don't know what the product was, but it fell off the shelf. And, you yeah. know, luckily someone just happened to be there that knew how to, I don't know, <laughs> trouble it back up onto the shelf eventually after a, a good, man, that was like a good 30 seconds of skill and insanity. I don't even know, like, I mean, it went up on the shelf. It came down off the shelf. It was impressive. That's all yeah, there is basically, to it. the soccer player was like essentially like, like kicking. It was like a bag of coffee or something, That's and it was she was like kicking it, and then like doing all these like tricks that you would normally do, like no hands, and like trying to get it back on the shelf. And it was just it went all over the whole store. Like it was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I loved that you got the shot every once in a while from another aisle of the coffee just coming up. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, there's a lot of really good commercials. Uh, if you saw the one from France, have you guys seen that one? Mm -mm. Okay. I barely know what's going on. That's okay. why I put... <laughs> Caitlin, we're trying to hype you up. Caitlin's our novice. All right. So the French team, what they did is they essentially like played out a whole match. Um, and it was like, Men, men playing and doing all these like awesome like goal scoring and just like defensive moves and stuff and then like halfway through the commercial it stops and it um essentially like comes back and it shows you that like somebody manipulated the players and it was actually the women's team playing the whole time and they were just like we showed you it was men because you guys are all about the men's team and you're like yeah they have great skills but like that was the women playing and they did this without talking so it's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. And they're like, yeah, instead of like just rooting for the guys, maybe watch the girls too kind of thing because they're just as good. It's awesome. It's like you don't realize what you're watching until like halfway through the commercial. It's, it's a, really awesome. It's a statement because that's been a long, long held problem with the inequity in, you know, sides of the sport. Absolutely. And the women have been fighting for equal pay for years. And so if you're supporting the writer's strike for equal pay and better light conditions, support this as well, because that's what these fabulous people are also doing. The last commercial I want to talk about that's really, really cool. If you haven't seen it, it's Megan Rapinoe's Nike commercial. They basically turned her into like Sailor Moon slash a Dragon Ball Z character. It's like an anime like stretch. And they even have her like fiance slash wife i don't even know if they're married sue bird makes an appearance in it it's just fucking awesome and it has a theme song and it's it's what she deserves because it's her last uh world cup ever. i was gonna say isn't it her last world cup yeah so nike like turned her into like a superhero essentially for her last world cup and it's just it's awesome if you haven't seen any of these commercials please google them all they're iconic i just amazing. remembered one what uh a commercial Okay. And it's with this uh, mom and her daughter, and I guess the mom's trying to explain how amazing the women are, and, like, she places these little chips out, and then, like, the chips turn into the players, and I don't know, that's the only one I've seen, and that's what I remember. <laughs> I I need to... I haven't seen the Megan Rapinoe one, so... It's, it's awesome. The theme song has been stuck in my head for, like, days. Oh, maybe I won't watch it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So if commercials aren't your jam, there's other reasons to check this out. Uh, women in suits, but not just suits, custom made suits. Just, 
just is that not a commercial in and of itself for like why you should be watching this i don't just i mean that's that's a pretty just, just it should be convincing suits. enough <laughs> custom suits guys <laughs> custom suits the freaking <laughs> is really happy about these custom suits it really cost. is okay but like the italian women when they flew into australia or new zealand i forget where they started exactly they literally got off the plane wearing suits. And there's, like, footage of this going around. And it's just, like, how do you look like that? Getting off of, like, a 13-hour flight <laughs> in your um, suits. I have an additional question. Since they're sure. Italian, I want to know who designed the suits. Oh, uh, I think Armani I was going to say, it's got to be. Yeah. Usually every competition they go to, like, Armani custom makes their suits for them. So yeah, women in suits. I don't think we really need to explain that. Just Google it. Women's football teams in suits. Just, but, uh, you're welcome. I mean, people in okay. suits. Now, we are the Big Gay Energy Podcast, and we wouldn't be talking about this if queerness wasn't involved. So here's another fun thing that happens every single time these teams get together. We have an opportunity to troll straight people because they can't see the writing on the wall. <laughs> now, Caitlin, since you are a novice to, to women's soccer, I have to explain this iconic tweet that went everywhere, I think, during the Olympics. I think is what yes, this is from. It was it's yeah. the Olympics. Okay. Okay. So setting the stage, Australia plays the United States. This was like knockout rounds, meaning like if you lose, you're gone mm -hmm. and the winner advances and Australia lost. They're the ones in yellow and the USA won. So these two players at the end of the game were doing this and um, many news outlets were like, wow, this is why women's sports are so great. They're comforting each other. And this no. one person <laughs> tweets. Friendship has no boundaries. Win or lose, friends are still friends. And then oh the God. iconic, <laughs> forever known reply to this was, they're lesbian, Stacey. These two people <laughs> are dating. They've been dating for years. Yes, <laughs> they have. <laughs> so Kara and Mewis have been dating for years. Everyone's like, wow, they're such good friends. And everyone's mm -hmm. like, Gals being pals. They're dating. What the hell is wrong? So we get to stroll, troll straight people at least once a tournament because they can't see the gay for what it is. Because there's a lot of it, which is really the main point of all of this. There are so many queer players in this sport in general. I can't fit them all on a slide. There's just, there's so many. And this year, because of injuries, there are many on the field and also off the field. So if you don't have time to watch or don't know what's going on, check out the recap show with Preeth because they're like a 20 out of 10 as a couple. And um, they'll be commentating on the whole thing. So like, and they're probably explain for free. who they are beyond their together name. Should I? Okay, so Tobin Heath and Kristen Press, two players on the U.S. Women's National Team, uh, they've been roommates. Oh my god. <laughs> the lore about them. They're my favorite 
couple. You can find um, deep dive freaking threads about oh this. All no, like the there's like a timeline. Okay, for like when they met and then like for like years. I mean, like if you l- watch Tobin Heath walk, you're like that's not a straight person. So like watching Theora walk. Yeah, like I'm like there's no way, there's no way that's a straight person. And then her and Kristen. So like a lot of these players also play in like a professional soccer league. I think it's called uh, NWSL. Yeah, the NWSL, yeah. And about, well, I don't know, like a couple years ago, like Tobin was playing for the Portland Thorns. And then Kristen, I think, was playing for some a team in California, I think, or somewhere else on the West Coast. Not in Portland, Oregon. The two of them were roommates during the season, which... Why are you roommates with somebody who isn't your teammate? You play in a different part of the country. And they also had matching gold rings. Yeah. Caitlin, what do you make of that? Well, roommates who want to uh, have friendship rings and, you know, be near each other when they're not uh, playing games, obviously. They're supporting each other. Yeah. In their friendship. Yeah, and then they both publicly came out as a couple not that long ago. So it's like the writing's on the wall. So it's a lot of, there's a lot of drama is what I'm saying. And then like you have like lovers to temporary enemies when they have to play against each other. And it's just, it has all the drama and it's unscripted. It's just right there. How is there not a reality show about women's soccer? This is a reality show. You're watching it. They're not dumb enough to agree to do a reality show. No. Yeah, but the lesbians would love it. We the do love it. The lesbians would, but the people on the show wouldn't. That's why we watch this soccer, Caitlin. We're already this is a reality show. We're watching reality unfold. I mean, if you fun. go back and look at Ashlyn Harris and um, Allie, why is my brain? Oh, ah, uh, shit. The first de- the first couple with, with the, like the deep dive, Krieger, Krieger, the first yeah. like thing that people were like, hey, are they? Are they? They're literally married. And now they're married. So yeah, They played for the Orlando Pride. That was my team. So, yes. And so did Marta, who's also on the slide, who's arguably, like, I think Brazilian. She's Bra- Brazilian. She's, like, the greatest Brazilian soccer player, period. Like, she has the most goals, the most just everything. just angered a lot of men, and I like it. <laughs> she's awesome. Also engaged to a woman. And then we have Quinn, who's a Canada superstar, and non-binary one of like the first athletes like i think in this league to like come out as like or at least publicly announce like they're they're not binary so it's just great and it's yeah it's reality it's happening there's so much drama and it's just super gay just just love it we don't have time to cover all the gayness there's just so I think to... there needs to be uh, more episodes that we do because I'm very confused. I now know about four players because I watched a game with Theora last night. <gasps> I'm jealous. She well, didn't know. I just texted she her. She didn't know. Like, she was just texting me. <laughs> um, no, uh, like at what time was it? Nine o'clock for me. Theora, I was like, I'm learning about soccer. And then she just got 15 messages of me asking what the hell was happening. That's hilarious. Well, I wish I had access to the. Maybe I'll look, but I want to spend $60. 
Uh, we went to a bar where they were playing it because we don't have cable. Yeah, I don't like. Cable. But I'm glad you brought that up, Caitlin. So if we've convinced you that this is something you should be checking out and you don't know what on earth is going on, that's okay. Let's give you a super quick rundown of what this sport is. So soccer is what we call it in the US of A because we can't do anything correctly. No. It's called football or football everywhere else in the world because this is a sport you primarily play by kicking a ball with your feet. That makes sense. Yeah. Soccer has the word, the term comes historically from stuff that I'm not going to talk about because it doesn't matter. I want to keep this simple. So really the goal of the game uh -huh, is to <laughs> kick the ball <laughs> into the other team's net. And if it goes, it's the big box with the net on the back. And if it goes in there, you get a goal. And that's how you score a point. That's it. You have an offense. Those are the players that are trying to like get the ball in the net and then you have people in the middle and then people in the back. That's all you gotta know. Any questions, Caitlin? Yes, what the hell is an offside? Oh no, don't, 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 don't go there. <laughs> That's easy. Uh, hold on. Explaining offsides, here we go. All right. I have a whole list of like documented no, questions. No, Caitlin has questions. Listen, this is the novice section. If you have questions, we're here to answer them. Offsides is confusing, or offsides, really, offsides. Okay, so can you see my little mouse dancing around? Yes, I can. Okay. So we're gonna be the blue, let's pretend the blue team. So this is defense. They're the ones hanging out on this big box that's painted onto the field. That's like the keeper's box. Keeper guards the goal. They're the only player that can use their hands. It's not a goalie? They're no, a goalie. A same a goalie, keeper, same term, same person. They can use their hands because they have to guard the big box. They stop the ball. That's their job. All right, they get boxes to like designate where people are. All right, so, and then they have defenders. They defend the goal, all right? So the way offsides works is if the purple team, the other team, comes down the field because they're trying to score in the blue team's net, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. If one of those, so it would be pretty super unfair if you had one of the purple players standing next to the goalie the whole time just waiting for the ball right so to protect the keeper one of the rules in the game is called offsides so what it means is that before the ball is kicked the other team the purple team in this example has to be next to the the defender closest to the goalie or like in front of them because if they're behind they're too close to the goalie and that's unfair that's what they call offsides does that make sense that face was coming. Yeah. So, like, it's another one of their players that they can't be behind? So, it's basically a rule for the offensive players, the ones trying to score. So, the They can't people? be too close to the goalie. That's really what it is. Yeah. So, they can't be on the other side. They can't be between the goalie and the nearest defender to the goalie. Yeah. So, where my mouse is, my mouse is, like, in between the goalie and the last defender, if the purple team kicked the ball towards the goal and that player was standing right here, that would be considered offsides because 
the purple player is closer to the goalie than the blue team is. Does that make sense? Well, how far can the goalie go? Goalie can go, go anywhere. Can go wherever they want. She can go so wherever what, she if wants. They, if they just go to the other side of the field, then they can no, never No, if make... they go to the other side of the field, then they'll kick the ball right in the net. Yeah, but it's like... I saw, but... Yeah. They can kick the ball in the net from wherever. Basically, Caitlin, if that was the case, like, let's say the goalie was like, screw this, and went up to the midfield line, her entire team would have to do that, too. Yeah. It's like the last player. Like, it, this does this blue dot doesn't even need to be the goalie. It's just the last player on that team next to the goal. It just, it's a marker for where uh, the other team can be. Yeah. Yeah. So to make it fair. On that team. Yeah. So it's what usually if they just played on the other side. You could. What? That would well, be defeat the purpose of the game. Yeah. It defeats the purpose no of the game. game. But like. And that's probably a rule somewhere that you have to have X amount of people on your side yeah. of the field so that you that can't you do that. Have to have. Is that why those three somewhere. people were always on the other side of the field to get the ball? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, if you you if you crank all your players up onto this side of the field and somebody just launches it into the goal, your goal is unguarded, and that's a goal. So that's um, kind of yeah, stupid. Yeah, they can kick that ball really. Yeah, far. they right. can kick it from wherever. Yeah. So offsides is just a way to keep it fair between the other when, teams, yeah, scoring players and the goalie and the defense on the opposite team. That's all it is. It's just so that they aren't too close to each other. So it's it's a fair play. That's all that rule really is. Good. Fine. What other <laughs> questions do you have? How long is this game? It keeps going forever. 90 no, minutes and then add on time for stoppage. So if somebody gets injured oh, and they have to be carried so... off the field, then they're adding some time in. Or if somebody fouls and there's like a few seconds, you know. Yeah. So unlike American football, which takes four hours with Case actually like 20 minutes of play time where they're actually doing stuff because they blow the whistle, stop the time, blow the whistle, stop the time. Soccer is not like that at all. You have two halves. Once they start, the clock runs for 45 minutes and then they stop. So if during those time periods, somebody gets injured and the players aren't playing because they have to stop and like send medics in and stuff, one of the referees clocks how much time they weren't playing. And then they tack that on at the very end of the game. And they call that, um, Stoppage time, because the game stopped, but, like, the clock doesn't stop. Does that make sense? So it's, like, at minimum, the game is 90 minutes. At maximum, it's, like, whatever time is added on after that. That's what happened with Morgan last night, right? Right, because she was injured. There was a couple of injuries where, like, again, the clock doesn't stop, but the game stopped. So somebody else is, like, how much time did that take? So the game last night, they added nine minutes on at the very end because that's how much time elapsed where injuries were happening. And they had to, they just tack it on at the end. And then once that time is up, the game's over, basically. Unless they tie and then they can go into penalties. But at this point in the World Cup, they're, it's not a knockout round situation where you need to have a win or loser. They're, they assign points based on how well you do and then you like advance or not. Do they add the time that it takes for them to do substitutions as well? No. You have to substitute when there's already a break in the game. Like, the game has to stop. So, like, if somebody gets injured and they stop the game, that's that's a time period where you can sub people in and out. You can't just stop the game and sub people in and out. 
Like, the game has to naturally come to a break for you to sub players. Or a because goal has to happen or something. Last night, they are talking about how the substitutions are going on for such a long time. So, the game... So, for those that don't know what we're talking about, we were talking about the Vietnam-USA game that happened. Um, and that was the very first game for both of those teams. And so, this is more like advanced strategy stuff where, like... The USA was ranked higher than Vietnam. This is Vietnam's very first World Cup ever. They are very much underdogs. USA has won half of the cups ever, so they're like top tier. So one team is much better, more experienced than the other. So the USA, what they were doing is playing their like rookie team to get them used to playing on the world stage because it's intimidating and scary to play nationally. And some of the players yesterday, it was their very first time doing that. So the USA is trying to like get those players more comfortable with playing before the the stakes go up when they play better teams, essentially. No knock to Vietnam. They did great. It just This is just a strategy thing. So at the end, they were subbing in, like, more veteran players. And I forget if, like... I think they were talking about Vietnam doing it. They Vietnam was doing the exact same thing. Like, they were just strategically subbing people in as the USA was subbing in more veteran players to keep the teams matched. So that's why you heard the commentary. They're like, oh, this seems well rehearsed. This is a strat. They're strategically subbing people in. That's what they were commenting on. That's all. That's not a part of like every soccer game. It's just the coaches are strategically swapping in and out players. Some people get tired. Some don't. Like there's many reasons to do it. That's what you were picking up on. That has nothing to do with soccer as a whole. All right. Well, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to us um, and the many people that are literally following us for this World Cup for some reason. Uh, so if you're convinced and want to join in on all the fun, uh, pick your team. There are many teams from across the globe playing in the World Cup in all the groups. Just Google Women's World Cup 2023 and you'll see all your teams. The World Cup is going on now, uh, and there's like games, I think, pretty much every day or every other day until the final match on August 20th. This cup is taking place in Australia slash New Zealand, so um, the times may not always be friendly for you, but what is sleep anyway? We don't need that. So I hope you join us for this fun, fun time uh, because we can actually engage with it and not uh, cross picket lines. So that's really great. You guys have any final words? Um, I hope that everyone takes a look and enjoys some of the fun and then comes and talks to us about it. Yeah. I will learn football. You will. We got this. All right. Well, this this has been a big gay PSA. Have fun. And uh, truly, no matter who you root for, the queers win at the end of the day because this is just the gayest thing ever and it's just unscripted it just is reality and it's gay and it's wonderful and it's awesome so let's go lesbians let's go 2023 and with that we've been big gay energy if you like this episode check out all our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now if you're listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review, no matter how brief. It helps us get into Apple's algorithm to reach a wider audience. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you about everything and anything. 
You can find us on all the social medias at Big Gay Energy Pod or email us at biggayenergypod at gmail.com. If you'd like to make friends with other queer media-loving people, reach out to us to join our Discord server. If you'd like to support us, check out our merch store or join our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive content, and so much more. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for Lesbian Jesus.